grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text for today's message is from the book of Revelation there, the seventh chapter. You may be seated. I'd encourage you to open back up that Scripture passage as it gives us a glimpse of heaven and the saints there. Well, greetings to you uh, just down the road here in, in western Iowa, outside of Mapleton, an hour and a half or so away uh, from all the volunteers, 102 volunteers now at Mission Central. And yes, as you uh, know so well, we are working out of a barn in western Iowa. It's, uh, it's such a joy for me. I met a missionary, Gary, I say, Gary, quit saying old missionary Gary. It's just, he's only 76 years young. And say, I, I met missionary Gary when he was first starting out of the basement of his home. And how God has, together with you, blessed this work of, of Mission Central and all that he has done uh, through the missionary serving around the world. I'm going to need some help with the advancement of the pictures here so that we can uh, uh, show the next slides as we move forward. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, the Lord will provide. It has been a joy. I grew up on a farm in western Nebraska. Now, don't you all hold that against me, okay? Please keep praying for those uh, missionaries, uh, praying for those corn huskers, and uh, praying that, uh, that the, the Lord will um, provide all they need uh, to keep their priorities straight. As you think about what God is doing in your life, and this All Saints Day. Look again at this text. You know, I, I think about uh, these saints just at Mission Central and as the missionaries gathered just this last week, and I'm so glad there's no milk cows in the barn there at Mission Central. Uh, when I grew up on the farm and went to a little country school out near Imperial, Nebraska, uh, we would get on the bus and travel down and around and uh, uh, there, the Meskey brothers would get on the bus and they would then sleep the rest of the way to school. Why? Because their dad had a dairy and they had been up since about 4 o'clock, 4.30 milking those cows. So if you come down inside the barn at Mission Central, you know we don't have any cows for you to milk. But what we do have are artifacts from your missionaries that have been brought back from the last 20 for 25 years, reminding us why it is so important to focus on the mission of the Lord. Black magic masks and, and swords and, and artifacts that remind us just how far away many of the people speaking many different languages are from the Lord. 
Uh, creation theater's been added to Mission Central. It's life-like animals there at the Creation Theater, stadium seating, and, and we have lots of fun with this, lion and zebras and, and kudu and, and the impalas and uh, animals from Africa, North America, and Canada, and all those are to remind us who has created the heavens and the earth. That each and every one of the animals... And each and every one of you is created by God with a purpose on this earth. A purpose to tell others about Him. Now you can go on to the website and take a look at a page for every missionary and get prayer requests for them. And you're going to see that the focus is all on the work and the life of Jesus Christ. For as the text says, salvation belongs to our God and to the Lamb. Aren't you glad that Christ Jesus has done the work of accomplishing your salvation? Because each and every one of you and me, we have all fallen short of the glory of God. And so, from heaven above to earth I come. The hymn goes... The Word in the flesh, Jesus Christ, to suffer and die for the sins of the world. It is finished. And He's raised from the dead in victory. So that all those saints, and I just wonder about each of you, if, if this day, if some of you are, are, have lost loved ones this past year, and you think of their sainted life, oh yes, simultaneously sinner, yet saint by the grace of Jesus Christ, and now they're up there in this gathering. They're this vision of, of heaven, of, of what Christ has accomplished, a great multitude that, that no number could count from from every nation and tribe and peoples. Can you picture it? You sense it. Standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Worshiping Christ the Lord. Salvation belongs to our God. You're not going to find that in the world. Salvation belongs to our God and that salvation... Is for you as a free gift from Him. Now I think about this farm, and God has a sense of humor. We used to, so this is my parents' farm, my, my brother and his son, my mom and dad are still farming out there. In fact, mom said they hauled about 50,000 bushel of corn the other day trying to get it in before the, the weather comes and with the combines and semis. And, and uh, we used to swing in that barn uh, and from hayloft to hayloft until one day the rope broke, and that was the end of that. <laughs> but I remember this man... Vilus. Does anybody have a grandfather named Vilus? Anybody? Not a very popular name, is it? And my grandfather, who's just a quarter mile down the road, had farming and flying. Oh, it was deep in his blood. You know, when the Smithland and Cattle Corporation wasn't doing so well, they added crop dusting, and he had a plane in the hangar ever since I could remember. And he had farming and flying. And yet, since that moment, as a young boy back in the in really challenging times when he had lost his brother, about 10, 11 years old, Satan used that moment to harden his heart. And that's why I'm telling this story. He had farming and flying in his life. And once irrigation came, which you really need in western Nebraska, 
Oh, the harvest and the yields and the abundance. But it's just farming and flying. What's missing in that story? So, mom and dad, uh, being faithful members of Zion Lutheran Church, brought me to the waters of baptism as a young child. How many of you have been blessed to know the Lord Jesus, your Savior and Lord, since you were a small, small child? Raise your hand. Yeah, what a blessing that is. To know that salvation belongs to our God. A wonderful campus ministry challenged me as a young man in university. Uh, what is your relationship to Jesus Christ? Do you understand the great commission he's given to you as a university student? And that campus pastor had a huge mission heart. And out of that, I was sent overseas as a missionary for uh, 16 years in Kazakhstan and Central Asia and in Russia, uh, eight of those years in the Russian-speaking world and helping out with the, the work in Muslim-majority countries and, and now back in a, another mission field here in the United States of America. Salvation belongs to our God and it's for the world. Let's take a look at this part of West Africa. We have two missionaries we'll talk about today. One we really want uh, pray that you would adopt and support uh, so they can get to their part of the world as soon as possible. You see the green on this map here. This is where uh, the majority of the population is Muslim. They're, they're worshiping Allah. They're, they're following the prophet Muhammad and they believe Jesus is only a prophet. And this young family, Ryan and Emily, have been sent to West Africa. And because of that threat, you see how their families changed, by the way. <laughs> this was their first picture and this was their last visit at Mission Central. Kids are growing up. The colors and the beauty of West Africa, the clothing, are very vibrant in the midst of no, no vacation spot. Very difficult part of the world to live. And they've had to move three different times. Because of the Islamic threat. They've landed recently in this tiny little country. Looks so small on that great big map. But it takes nine and a half hours to drive from the bottom there. Way up to Depong at the north part. And they've been serving now at the seminary in West Africa. A French speaking seminary in this part of the world. Students from all over uh, West Africa. There's uh, Togo and there's the country they're living in right there. So you can see a huge territory. And yet God has created a space and place. For people to know that salvation belongs to our God and Jesus is more than a prophet. One of their biggest needs, in fact, we'll talk more in depth about this in Bible class, was uh, married student housing because a number of the people coming from the villages would come with their, their wife and their uh, children. And, and so here's the dedication just this past year out in front. God's creation of housing for the students and more classrooms and a whole story I'll tell in depth of these uh, theological resources and hymn books all in French that made their way uh, across the ocean blue into this part of, of Africa so that people can do what's happening here on earth, what's happening in heaven. And I sure hope if you've lost a loved one here on this All Saints uh, weekend that you can really picture what's going on in their life today because they're free. They're free from sickness and death and from the challenges of this world and this is what's happening. They're worshiping the Almighty God for an eternity. 
for an eternity. You know, I'm so glad, and part of our message, as you well know from Missionary Gary, is that you take the mission of God personally. You know, these missionaries I'm talking about in West Africa, and we'll tell you about now uh, in, in the next uh, example in, in, in Indonesia, they're around the world. So who are missionaries here? You are. You're God's sent ones in Spencer, Iowa. I'm so glad someone went to the most remote rural part of even western Nebraska <laughs> to tell my grandpa about Jesus. And no one's ever too old to come to repentance and to have their hardened hearts softened and to know the salvation that comes through the Lamb, the glory of God. My grandfather, far flying and farming, had faith given to him at the age of 79 and was baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. God is so patient. Keep sharing his word. It never returns void. He was even blessed to be able to continue to, to work into his 90s and yet now he's up there with the saints worshiping God. And, and what, what are they saying in the heavenlies? What's that community of saints? Well, it tells us in our text today, right there in the next verse, verse 12. Singing, Amen, blessing and glory and, and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power, might belong to our God. And He is mighty to save. It's that power, it's that might that gives you the exact words you need to share Jesus Christ in this community until he comes again. You know, I think about parts of the world, like Asia, where over half of the population uh, of the world is living today. Millions, not just millions, but billions of people, most of whom do not yet know the Lord Jesus you think of countries like India and China and this country here in Indonesia, which we want to focus in on this morning, because brand new missionaries are being called to serve and to tell people about Jesus there. And the, the Lord always, His timing is always just perfect. You think about Psalm 46, and it was talking there about the waters roar and foam and the, and the mountains quake with their surging. And if you've read the news, you heard just, just a few months ago, a few really weeks ago, there was an earthquake out in the ocean, and the tsunami came in and took out the size of, well, a population of over a couple thousand people lost their lives in a moment's notice. Where's the hope in the midst of a disaster like that? Praise God that this young missionary couple, you can see that on the adoption agreement, they have wonderful two, two uh, daughters, and they're going to be the only LCMS family living and working in the entire country of Indonesia, and yet God's not sending their, them there alone. He's been at work. There's a Lutheran church, and even in this part of the world, the Muslim majority um, 
population, and you think about that, your preschool, your school, your police officer, the person who's going to rent you an apartment, they're all following Allah and Muhammad as prophet, and so this family needs a tremendous amount of prayer, and yet, like I said, they're not alone. You notice this beautiful Lutheran church that's there on the island, look what they're putting out for the whole population to see. The reminder that it's the cross of Jesus Christ that accomplishes your salvation and theirs. And think about the work that's cut out for them. Again, the, the green parts on the map are where it's majority Muslim population. And this family will be living right up here on the edge of the island of Sumatra and telling people about Jesus. Matt and Callie, their two children. Now, some of you may be like my grandfather, except you knew Jesus from childhood, and, but you've been blessed with tremendous amount of abundance, and you'd be able to help get this family to Indonesia, we hope, not long after Christmas. Some of you may be like some of my family on the other side, where they say they, they don't have a spare dime, and say, that's okay, do you have spare time? Because if God's given you spare time, you can think about and pray for these two little children, their mom and dad taking them right into the front lines of the mission of God to tell people about Jesus. However, the Holy Spirit moves you this day and pray that together with all the saints, you're praising His name. You're taking his assignment for you in time, in this creation, personally. You know, Pastor Matt will be helping out a lot with teaching and mentoring. And of course, one of the strongest parts of the ministry there is translation. Because in the safety and privacy of, of their own homes, many of these people who are caught up in a different world religion with a very different message can read about the love of God in Christ Jesus. The text goes on this morning. And the text goes on to remind us, who are these people in heaven? Who are they? It explains it very clearly. Who are they? Well, they are the ones that are, are clothed in white robes that have been washed in the blood of the Lamb, the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. That's the only way they will join with the community of saints in heaven for eternity. How are they finding out about Jesus? Through people like Matt and Callie and their children. That's how they're finding out about Jesus. Without that, because we know the Holy Spirit works through the Word and through the sacraments. That's how they come to know about Jesus. That's why it's so incredibly important that we take it personally until Christ comes again. That we actually serve so faithfully, just like we'd be doing on the, into eternity. Therefore, before the throne of God, serving Him day and night in joy and, and echoing out the salvation that Christ has brought to this world. Dear saints, you noticed in those pictures... The faces of the people, they look a little different, don't they? We don't need to get worried about if the face 
of someone looks a little different. The question is, what is the faith of that person? And if they don't yet have faith in Christ Jesus, then Jesus is calling you and others who are working on your behalf to share that message with them so we're together in all eternity. As we close out this message this morning, notice the promise that's happening with all those saints that have gone before us. And the promise that Jesus in his last words before ascending to the right hand of the kingdom of God gave to you. It's a reminder that the Lamb of God, Christ, is in the midst of his people. Into eternity and now. He's in your midst, in your families, around your table, in your work, in your life, and with your missionaries. He's in the midst as you share his salvation. Go under his power, and do that this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may this peace of God which surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.